You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 13. Today's episode is all about planning out your next 30 days simply and effectively. So whether you're more of a seasoned planner or you're a wannabe planner, this episode is for you, so stick around. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk to you about my program, Standout Coaching Academy, or SOCA as everyone calls it. It's a 90-day program that's going to help you book your dream clients, and this is perfect for you if you are a coach who is ready to create, launch, or scale your coaching business, if you want to fill your calendar up with dream clients who inspire you, and you want to make an impact in the world with work that you feel called to do, I want you to enroll in SOCA. SOCA is an extremely powerful program that will take your coaching business to the next level, and I have three ways that you can join me right now, be a part of the 90-day program, join other like-minded women, network with them, learn the best ways that you can build your coaching business just the way that I have created and scaled mine so you can stop having those sleepless nights with all the information overload and stop doing everything by yourself. So many coaches are struggling to get their businesses started and I want that to stop right now. So I'm inviting you to go to standoutcoachingacademy.com, check it out and enroll. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode. I absolutely love talking about planning ahead. So I was really excited when I saw my assignment for the day was to record this episode because it's very easy for me to talk about planning because I've been doing it for many years. I would say probably a couple of decades. I started planning when we were in the fourth grade and our school handed us over our own very own planners, which was so exciting to me because It was something like I felt like I had control over my time. And you know how busy the lives of a fourth grader are. So I was basically planning sleepovers and counting down the days to the sleepovers. And I would document like little exciting things that happened in my day and in my family. And those are so fun to look back at. I still don't even throw my planners away. I always keep them. When the year's over, I put it in a drawer or I put it on the shelf because I have a really hard time with throwing away a planner. And sometimes you need to refer back. What was I doing on this day? And it's interesting. If you are a, a good documenter, you can go look and see. And I love doing that. It's like your own personal history book. So But besides looking back, we have to look ahead as well. And as business owners, coaches... It's important to plan ahead. And I totally realize that sometimes you get maybe a little bit behind, I would say. And I always tell people when students come on with me and they say, I'm behind, and I stop them and I say, you're never behind. You are perfect exactly where you are right now. And I'm sure they get annoyed with me saying that because you just want to say, yeah, no, I'm literally behind in what I'm doing. So just stop it. But We are always perfect, but if we want to get beyond that and talk about planning and having our stuff together, it does feel really good to have 
things done, especially like 30 days ahead, that makes me feel really good. And it can seem a little intimidating, especially if you are just getting into this whole planning thing. And as a business owner, it's a, it's not a hundred percent necessity. I don't live my, I don't live my business life planning 30 days ahead. I would like to, but a lot of times it just doesn't work out that way. But I do plan as far ahead as I can. I am very easy with myself. In the past, I would stress out and overwork myself because I wasn't planning far ahead enough, which is a little crazy. Why would I stress myself out about something that is going to happen in a couple of months? You know, your business is always turning many different on many different roads. And while it's good to plan pretty far ahead, it's sometimes you got to pivot with where the the road takes you, right? I would say the farthest I've ever planned ahead in my business was when I was pregnant with Violet in 2017. That's when I planned really far ahead. I wrote, I think I wrote like 20 some different blog posts. I created 20 some different freebies because I wanted to take a maternity leave with my business. That was really important to me. I didn't want to come home from the hospital and then worry about having to schedule out a blog post. Like that's really far from your mind when you have a a new baby at home, extremely far. And that's how I wanted it to be. I wanted to focus on her and my other, and my other little ones. So I really worked um, hard. I have to say I worked hard and I planned ahead quite a bit because that was important to me. And then I think by like March of 2017, I had all of my, I know I worked farther ahead than three months because I know that in March of 2017, I had all my work done up until the end of August. So I was five months ahead and that felt great. It was a lot of work guys, but it felt great. And do I do that anymore? Heck no, because now my business is a completely Uh, We run completely different than we did almost two years ago, and we don't do that anymore. I know what my year is going to look like next year. I have big plans for my year, but I am not planning out content that far ahead because I shift with where um, things take me. It was harder for me a year and a half ago to let go of that control because I have a very control. I like to control things a, a little too much sometimes. And by letting go a little bit allowed me to have more creativity with my business and to just feel more aligned and do things more intuitively. And that's what I teach. So I have to, um, I didn't have to, I had to just feel, I felt like this was, this is being more me running my business more intuitively, but just because you're running your business intuitively doesn't mean you should wake up every morning and think, Hmm, I have no idea what's going to happen today in my business. Let me just sit and waste some time on the computer. We still have to have some framework that we are doing, that we are doing in our business in order to not sit here for hours upon hours and to actually get something done so we can help people grow. And so we can bring in more income for our business. So there are ways that you can plan ahead of 30 days without feeling like everything is going to, you're going to have to spend two days at your computer. It's really easy to plan 30 days ahead. In fact, when I do plan 30 days ahead, I actually look at the quarter. And usually every quarter, I will do something new and um, bigger with my business. So I will usually launch Sano Coaching Academy. 
And so I know, so let's just take that for an example. Let's say I'm going to launch Standout Coaching Academy in December. And I know that for a fact. I've known that since January. Quarter four, this is, we're going to launch, okay? So as a coach, I have to look at how many one-on-one clients do I have right now? I will usually hold four. And I do I have the capacity to launch? Does it feel good to me? I will check in. And if it does, then yeah, then I will move forward. I check in with myself. I had a discussion with a client the other night. Don't be your own worst boss. Why are you doing things that you don't really want to do? And and we just kind of laughed because we're, we're picturing us doing the tasks and things that we get stressed out about when we're the ones who assigned them to ourselves and we can only be frustrated with ourselves. So if you're like, if you're telling yourself, well, I have to launch in December, I have to launch my group program in December and I don't want to because I'm going to be so busy and stressed out, then why would you launch in December? That makes no sense, right? Don't be your own worst boss. I've talked about that before. So if you're really excited, you feel a hundred percent aligned with the decision to launch your program in December. Let's start planning out that program. Let's start planning out the next three months. Let's pretend it's in we're in the summer, okay? So what I will do is I'll look and think, okay, well, I I know when I want to launch something, I really want to build up my list, and this is like every quarter is kind of a rinse and repeat for me. So I know around. Month, month one or month two, I'm going to be creating something new for my list so I can build up more people. So I'm going to create a new freebie. So I'm going to look, I'm going to write down, I need to create a new freebie. I'm going to write this down on a piece of paper because I know that it all starts with pen and paper and then I take it further. So write down all the tasks that you know you need to do in order to make that goal happen. And you're going to start writing down lots of things and it's going to feel really good and it might feel a little bit overwhelming, but it's okay because we're getting it out of our brain and we're putting it somewhere else and we're making room for more creativity in our mind. And we need that when we are running our own business. So when I have everything written down and it's all out there on paper, I'm going to look at, okay, what absolutely needs to be done around really close to the time that this event is happening. So launching things like the actual events, like the webinar, the challenge, the emails will be sent on, you know, right when that happens. So I will take and take that list and start assigning dates to when these things have to be done in order for this goal to happen. And I will write down dates beside each task. And I'm getting really detailed in my tasks, you guys. I get so detailed. Like, if I'm not just going to say create a webinar. I'm going to say create the title, create the tagline, create the slide deck, create the landing page, create the thank you page, create the Facebook pixel, create the Facebook ad, get the Facebook image, get the Facebook ad copy. I am going to write down every tiny detail that I can think of. And your list is going to be gigantic. And I love that because you are not going to miss a beat when you are actually in it doing the work, when you're actually going forward to achieving your goal. You're not going to miss something. So you're going to have this gigantic list in front of you. And, and this is, this is not just if you're going to launch a group program, this is just for everything. Sit down and write down 
on a piece of paper what you want to accomplish in the next three months and then break it down. Write it at the top of the paper so it doesn't have to be you're launching a group program. You might just be starting in your coaching business or you're just listening to this because you like to listen to me and you're not a coach and you just want to plan. So write down your, we all have to have goals. We all have to put something out there in order to achieve it. If you believe in the law of attraction, if you believe in anything that you put out there is going to come back to you, then this is the best way to do it. Put it on a piece of paper. I am going to this and then break it down. How are you going to, how are you going to achieve that work backwards? I've been teaching work backwards for so long. The biggest mistake people are doing is they're working at, they're starting at the beginning and going forward. And yeah, we've been taught to do that, which is wrong. It's so much more effective if we take the end goal. What's the end goal in mind? I ha- I used to have that as a post-it on my on my computer desktop forever. And I think somebody just like ripped it off and probably ate it or threw in the garbage. Um, And it said, what is the end goal? And I would ask myself every single time I would do something new in my business, whether it was a blog post, a freebie, a conversation, anything. It was always, I asked myself, what is the end goal? What am I hoping to achieve with this? And if I was fuzzy with it, if it was, it felt like a tangled mess, then I would have to sit down, take a step back and look, okay, is this something that actually makes sense for me to do right now? So for example, let's say I had an idea while I was listening to a podcast or while I was doing the dishes and it was, let's say it was, um, how to, how to create, how to create a freebie. And right now, let's say right now, in October of 2018, how to create a freebie. Would that align with my dream client, dream student? Yeah, I have these freebies out there, by the way. And they aligned at the time when I was, when I was, where I was in my business. But if I had that idea right now, I have to take a step back. What is the end goal of this freebie? Is it just something that I want to make because I like to make stuff because I love to make stuff? Or is it something that's going to draw in my dream client and my dream student right now? So I'm looking back. If this goal is something that makes sense to me, I will do it. And it doesn't quite necessarily make sense. If I want to spend time on making something right now in the stage that my business is in, I'm going to make something specifically for coaches because my business has grown and pivoted to this audience. So I'm not going to make something that is going to take me a little bit further while it's still incredibly valuable for new coaches. It doesn't necessarily bring me coaches. Does that make sense? I can bring in all kinds of people who are trying to build an email list. They're not necessarily coaches and I want coaches. So if I want to make something and I'm like, no, I want to make this, I need to get it out of my system. I need to put it out there. Then what I will do is I will just go ahead and make it and I'll um, indulge myself. And then I'm going to put it in my course. I'm going to put it in Soka and it's going to just be added content because I need to get it out there. You know how sometimes you have these amazing ideas and it doesn't align with how you want to build your audience quite yet. It kind of fits in with maybe mid-stage client, uh, your client's mid-stage, what they're going through or whatever. 
then I will just put it in my course. And that's the beauty of having a group program is you can just keep adding stuff to it and you keep adding value. And of course, your um, students absolutely love that because they're getting new stuff. They're getting fresh stuff from you. So that's a strategy that I use. If something doesn't quite align with what my goal is for the next quarter, I am going to say, well, will this benefit my students? Yeah. Okay. I'll make it and I'll put it in there. I hope this is making sense to you. So once I have everything written out on a piece of paper in my planner, or maybe just in a notebook, I have lots of notebooks too. I I know you do too. I'll have everything out there. And what I will do is I will sit at my computer then, I'll bring my book, and I will open up Asana, and I will go through the list. And what I will do, if I'm seeing a big, um, like like the webinar example I gave you before, and this is one of my favorite things to do in Asana, is to make master workflows. Sounds so exciting. I will, okay, if I have a bunch of tasks that are all webinar related, I'm not going to necessarily put them out on each calendar date. I'm not going to do that because that gets a little crazy because I'm not going to say, oh, Monday, I have to do a tagline. Well, that's a really easy Monday day. It's going to take me 10 minutes and there I'm done. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a master um, project in in Asana. So you can use anything. You can use Trello. You can use ever. You can do whatever you want. But I use Asana and I'll, rec- I'll create a brand new project. And what I will do is I'll I'll label it as the master and you'll see why in a second I will say master webinar checklist and then I will take every little task that I just written down and I'll put it as subtasks in under the webinar and again make sure you call it the master. So what I do is every quarter when I know like I want to run a webinar this quarter so I'm just going to go and I'm going to duplicate that project and call it Q4 webinar. And then I have my my complete safe webinar checklist that will never be ed- that will never be deleted or checked off cuz I don't want that to happen on the master. I want to keep that for other rounds. I'll duplicate it and then I can use it and put it in my calendar like here's the webinar checklist. Let's get this done in 2 weeks and then I can check off each subtask as I work through it. Then I can open up that big, if you're an Asana user, you can totally visualize what I'm talking about. You'll be able to open up your project and you'll see all like the tagline, the title, the images, the copy, the slide deck, and then you can check them off as you go, which is so fulfilling and actually very beneficial to actually carrying out the work that you've assigned yourself to do. Checking things off is so helpful. Sometimes I'll even like, I'll accomplish something in my business and then I'll look so I can go check it off. And if it wasn't there, I'll go and create a task so I can check it off. And that's really crazy. I even, and I even talked about that on an Instagram story once and somebody felt the need to DM me to tell me that that is a complete waste of time. <laughs> like I don't, I I realized that took me two seconds to do, but it really wasn't necessary to call me out and call me, <laughs> call me crazy. That was just kind of funny. Um, So I do that because I like to check things off. It makes me feel more accomplished. Plus, I like to see what I've done for the week. So I will go in and say, um, it's not just a to-do list for me. It's actually what I've done. Sometimes things pop up and I will put them on my calendar because I will like, I love to refer back because then especially in Asana, I can scroll up and say, okay, well, last time I launched, I know that I created these emails three weeks in advance and I'm just going to do that again. Right. So 
I am not crazy. <laughs> I If I put something out there, I'm going to make sure that it's, it was on my calendar. And if it wasn't, I'm putting it on there because it's documentation, right? Document, document, document. So then I will, like I have my, all my master checklists done. Those are all in there. I will assign them to myself. So they pop up on my calendar, on my main calendar. And then I can see like, okay, I have some big things coming up. I have to plan out a webinar. So I'm going to give myself enough time to do that. I'm going to be graceful with my time and respectful of my time and make sure that I am not putting a bunch of pressure, unneeded and completely unnecessary pressure on myself. And plus, and I always remind people, be be flexible with your time. If you decide you want to launch in October and you're like, oh my gosh, this is coming really fast, then push it back. Nobody knows about it anyway. Just push it back. It's okay. Like, don't be your own worst enemy. Don't be your own worst boss. You're fine. You can do whatever you want. That's why you started this business. All right. So then I will look at my at my list again on paper, and then I'll look at all the little stragglers out there, and then I'm going to grab them and put them out on my calendar for the month. And um, spread them out. So I'm not overwhelming myself with a bunch of things to do. And you can spread these out throughout the quarter. So this is not only just to plan out your 30 days, it's to plan out 30 day chunks, because we're planning all quarters. And this allows you to see the big picture. You know, if you say I'm launching this quarter, that's a lot. And but if you take it and you take that step back again, and you break open every little thing that you need to do and you place it in on days that you know you can get this done, it feels so much more doable and you feel like I can totally do this because it's not all smashed up in a week because I all of a sudden thought about that I should probably get my stuff together and do this. You were intentional with your time and you planned it out. So you're the best boss ever. And that's the best launch is when you take your time, you take your end goal, you want to launch, you want to sell, you want to have a five figure launch, you can do that. So now let's work backwards and let's plan how you can get to that point because you can do it. And it's really easy. And then once you take a couple days to do this, or maybe a day, and once you're done, it's going to feel amazing. Another thing that people ask me, and this is going off subject a little bit, is how you how do you plan like your social media ahead of time? And I know we will talk and we might have talked about this before. And that's something that I look at as well is if I'm launching in December, well, I know that I will be talking a lot about my program at about a month before we officially launch. You kind of you start that conversation, you're dripping in that language of your course name, your students, all of that. You're kind of dripping that in your content and you're giving little teasers. And so I'll just look back, look up and say, okay, what do I need to do? How should I plan this out? And you will use special planning tools, special social media planning tools to get ahead of the game. There's nothing worse, guys, than going into um, your goal. Your goal's really close and you have nothing planned on social media because you're so busy doing all of the bigger things and you totally missed 
um, the, the ball when you're supposed to show up every day, like you have been. So plan your social media out ahead of time as well. And even if it's just dragging over the images and coming up with a copy, at least get something done to make yourself feel more, um, together when it comes crunch time. Cause especially that week that you do have like your launch, it can get, um, a little much if you're not working ahead. So the social media plays a huge part in there. And as kind of lame as it sounds, whenever I say that, I don't know if feels like, um, it's a small part to a lot of people, but it's actually not. And social media is where your people are. When I ask people, what are the first things they open up on their phone when they get up? It's always social media. So if we're not showing up there every single day, at least once a day, then people are never going to know. Um, what you're doing ever. And it's going to be really hard for you to be intentional with what you're posting if you have to do it on the fly all the time and you're panicking because you need to have this done and you should have had it done and you're beating yourself up about it. So plan ahead. Um, Easy ways for me to plan ahead. What I do right now is I'll think of... you If you haven't been on my Instagram, go there. You're going to see how I plan. It's super easy. I post right now, I'm posting twice a day. You don't have to post twice a day, but I'm just trying it. Um, but I do a quote every about every other photo. That's kind of my thing. And because I don't do it because of the visual as much, but I do it because it's really, it makes my life a whole lot easier. I will think of 15 quotes. I'll go on Pinterest. I'll quick write them down. I'll copy them into a note, you know, just write down the quotes. And then I'll open up Canva, I'll open up my template that I use for my quotes, and I'll write them down, download them as a zip file, drag them over to later, and then I'll schedule them out every other every other post. Then I'll go and grab 15 images, and I'll make them into the Instagram size, and I'll drag them over to later. And then I'll look at, okay, what do I have going on here? What do I need to talk about this ne- the next 30 days, the next couple weeks? Because if you're doing the math correctly, 30 posts is probably about two weeks if you're posting twice a day. So you'll look at the next couple of weeks in your time, in your calendar, and you'll think, what do I want to talk about? What conversations do I want to have? And I will just start writing. And you can start writing in a Google Doc and just write 15 different posts. It's going to be so much easier than waking up and thinking, oh my gosh, what what am I supposed to say? Just try this. If you've never tried this before, try a week. Try it planning a week ahead and seeing how it feels, build up to two weeks. And then um, I think in later, if you want to upgrade to have like 90 posts, I think it's it's maybe like $9 a month. I don't know. Do not quote me on this. Um, anything beyond 30 planned posts, you do have to pay. So um, I go from either, it depends on how far ahead I want to work. I'll either upgrade or I'll just stay where I am. I'm kind of um, wishy-washy with it. So, but two weeks is a great time to be ahead because you're planning 30 posts and that's a lot, but having a quote every other day makes it a whole lot easier because you can just like ask a question or just quick say something about it, or just say the quote again in your post, make your life as easy as possible, but I'm showing up and that's so important. People constantly see my name in their feed and that's so crucial because I need to be out there. I need to have my name out there because my brand is my name. And when I'm out there, then people are thinking of me and they recognize me the even then they get more curious more and more they see me. Super important. So my biggest tips for planning out 30 days and beyond to be simple and effective is to take your end goal in mind, write it down, 
work backwards, break it open, put it on your digital planner, whatever you use. I even then will take it and put it into my actual physical planner. I use the 90 uh, X planner and it is, if you haven't heard of that, it's the 90 X goal planner. You should check him out on Instagram. His planners are amazing. And anyways, I'll, I'll take my Asana tasks every day. I'll sit at my computer in the morning and I'll write it down in my 90 X goal planner that helps me be more intentional with the actual day that is that I'm on. I don't work ahead in that planner. I have all kinds of weird tricks, you guys. Um, but I will write down everything that I need to do today in my planner. It just helps plant the seed in my brain and ha- helps me start thinking about what I need to do to make that happen. Like I'm always breaking things down in my head and making life a lot easier. I hope this episode was helpful helpful for you. Um, If you want more information or you need help with your planning, just reach out to me. Send me a DM on Instagram. I love planning and I hope you do too. And if you're totally new to this, I want you to just be open and try it. And I know that it can be a total game changer for you and your business. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are, and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com slash podcast. Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.